Welcome to Naturally Human with Sev and Mare. I am Mare. And I am Sev. How are you, Sev, today? I'm good. good. How are you? I'm great. Mm-hmm. Great. It's nice to see you. I haven't really seen you much since you returned from Costa Rica. Costa Rica. We went to Envision. So that's the topic of today's podcast is festivals and uh, the movement, this festival movement that's really picking up steam. And uh, I am, I was telling you earlier, I'm a little too young for Woodstock and maybe for some of these festivals I'm a little too old. I'm 53. But there are a ton of festivals that are perfect and great for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, since I didn't grow up with this festival movement once, yeah, we had festivals, of course we did, but not where it was, where there were uh, a lot of things for you to do and not really festivals where there were people to help you spiritually expand. I mean, this is an incredible movement that's happening. Mm -hmm. So you're the expert in this field. Mm-hmm. So if you want to just start talking about festivals, maybe why you started doing it, and then I'm just going to keep asking you questions, and I'd also like to talk about the spiritual movement of it. Okay, yeah. Um, so festivals, why and how? Okay, so I started um, putting on my festival called Flow Jam. In, our first one was in 2014, and I did it. As an inspiration, after after I went to Burning Man and I really experienced this festival movement. I, I wouldn't even call Burning Man a festival, actually. I would call it like no, a homemade city. No, it's like an alternate reality. Yeah, or it, it is really its own is. reality. Yeah, it's a whole, like a you create a planet almost. Mm-hmm. And then it appears system. and then pop, it disappears. Never to return again. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> It's extraordinary. Until we create something different the next year. But right. yeah, so it was that and the, and then going to this um, Red Rocks Theater in Colorado where I um, saw Michael Franti play and then um, uh, Baron Baptiste taught a yoga class beforehand. And I was just like, wow, this whole like yoga and music thing really goes yeah. together. And then pretty much... Um, also, I wanted to do something on our farm before we sold it because it was looking like we were going to sell it. And so those all like three kind of factored in. And then I met someone who knew all these local bands and then I knew the yoga teachers and we just brought it together really quickly. Like within three months, we created a festival and then I, you know, created the brand around it. And um, now we're in our fourth year and now I've like I look at festivals in a completely I mean not a completely different way but as someone who hosts them and puts them on I'm constantly um looking with an eye of curiosity and I was about to say criticism but I don't want to say criticism because I'm just everything everything's different I I just take what I like yeah an assessment yes Mm -hmm. an assessment um, and I, I take what I like and what makes me feel good and I try to 
replicate that on our farm in at the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains. Um, so and it's freaking good. Yeah. I can't wait to go. Uh, yeah, I've been thinking about it all year. You know, you have experiences there that yeah. you just don't forget. Right. Uh, it's just a nice mix of people. And the people who are offering their expertise is really interesting. Oh, and it's going to include me this year. Yeah, you're just happy about <laughs> and that. And just the beauty of the land and the energy of the land. When I was there, I think I told you I, I felt like I was I was connecting to the past and I was seeing some things yeah. of yeah, soldiers and things. Uh, it's Yeah, if you really open, uh, that, place, that place is like a vortex or a portal. For sure. Yeah, that's what I know. And ever since this past festival, where it was the first time we did three days and really brought some really strong spiritual people out, and that's what everyone's been telling me and everyone who comes to that land, and I'm really glad people, not just me, are seeing that and feeling it and experiencing everything that there is there and especially coming together with all of those great minds it's really fantastic. So I just came back, like we said, from Costa Rica, and I went to Envision Festival, and this is a festival. I was, you know, I bought tickets way in advance, um, and I, I it's, it kind of all serendipitously came together at the end because I was going to sell my ticket because my original group wasn't going down anymore, but I went with someone else, and it just turned out to be such a magical experience. And, um, and this festival this year was, I think around six, 7,000 people. Um, and the pillars of this festival, they had eight pillars and I believe they were, um, sustainable, sustainability, permaculture, um, movement, spirituality, um, I remember seeing you uh, took a photograph of the sign. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what does that ones? mean? Did they divide the festival in, uh, according well, to what I Well, what I found or find when festivals have pillars, just like Burning Man has these 10, ten pillars, and oh. one of them's radical self-reliance. So you bring everything in, you bring everything out. Most other places, actually, I think you know that's pretty much the only place I know of that kind of does that. Other festivals, um, they will have vendors and you'll pay for food or whatever. Um, so anyways, with the eight pillars at Envision, it just really, you could really feel that that was their foundation and everything, you know, they made sure they had composting everywhere. They, um, made sure that you, um, didn't waste so they didn't provide you with plastic they didn't use plastic you had to get like a, a you had to pay for um a plate and dish and a cup card so there was token for a cup and like this dish ticket and so if you got food and a lot of food was served on bamboo leaves um and the food was just incredible super fresh super just like the best of the best food that you could have. Or it was just like all right there, which is, you know, one of like the highlights of that festival and just the way that they sustainably do things. Like you, I, there was no trash on the ground. There was no cigarette butts on the ground. Um, 
the stages that they built were just incredible, like incredible. Um, You've met several uh, people who uh, put on these events. Mm -hmm. Do you think uh, you all share a common trait? Well, obviously you do, but do you recognize what that is? Why do you do this? Uh, all of you. Why do all of you go to all this trouble? I know. Because it's it not is a, easy. It's not easy. It's and probably like the most complex things. And I'd like you to talk a little things. bit about some of the things that maybe we don't realize as festival goers what you have to deal with. Yeah. But first, I'd like to know, what's the common trait that flows through all of you that makes you want to put on these productions? Um, I think we all are community gatherers and we see this alternate lifestyle that we could create and when we do it on a small scale over you know three days to seven days it it's like we basically it gets addicting when you see the transformations that happen from the people who attend your events and then once you see like the impact that it's having on your community and the people who are attending these things, and when you get feedback that it's wanted and needed, it becomes like, who else is going to do it? Like who else is going to, because it does take a lot of time, it does take a lot of um, relationship building and um, it's risky and, uh, you know, there's a bunch of things that you have to deal with but I think like just this common trait is you know we love gathering people into communities and just putting the best parts of what we've probably seen at different festivals into something that we're creating and then collaborating with like really great minds I mean one of the reasons I love doing this festival is because of all the people I get to meet along the way and all the connections and then just you know people I've, I've garnered a lot of respect too after you know and especially now this festival is growing rapidly and it's becoming more popular even now like more people are reaching out to me about teaching about vending and like about you know volunteering and way more than ever before because we've we're now like marketing it and we're having on out there to the public a lot earlier but um yeah I would say it's just like mainly these community gathers and I would I would say you know I'm an extrovert but not everyone is an extrovert who does this um so yeah I guess that and then you know having the resources or creating the resources to put something like this on you know to answer the, the you know the second part of that question of what it all takes yeah a lot of people don't understand how much risk is involved. Like you just never know. It's never guaranteed that you're going to sell this amount of tickets and you've, you've created a budget that could go out the window. If, you know, for example, something happens like it's disaster rain, you know, and you have to and like people get stuck and you have to get people like out or, you know, some of these things that I don't even think about, honestly, because I just, this, I don't think about, but, um, it is a lot of risk. But it's kind of fun for me to manage the risk and to, you know, set a budget based on last year and expected, uh, you know, attendance this year. Um, But it's all one big experiment, which is also super fun. And 
Um, you just got to roll with the wave. What I'm really learning this year is, or what I'm really um, doing that I didn't do last year, um, and I think every year you get better and better, is just letting go of, um, like, knowing that you're you're going to at least, like, you have the capacity to at least break even, and then um, knowing that, like, whatever, the effort that you're putting in, like, I put in a lot of heart, a lot of soul, a lot of effort, a lot of time, and I'm putting even more time and resources into this festival that I ever have, and um, it's just knowing that this is, like, such a good investment, even if I lose money, because um, of all the people that I meet, and, uh, you know, the community really, like, wants it, and, like, loves it, so I got such good feedback last year, so... When you say the community, who, what, who, who's the community that wants this in your mind? Um, I think like people in, I mean, outside of DC, in DC, Virginia, the DMV region. That's like our community, and um, like people are, especially now with the politics going on, um, people are searching for festivals like this that are healing, that are grounding, that incorporate nature. Yes, that um, are more spiritual. Yeah. Nature. So really this whole festival movement, do you think it's just mimicking uh, our desire to expand spiritually? And this is a way to support our spiritual expansions through these festivals. To see all these other people who, you know, total strangers are sitting in a room with you, 30, 40 people, and doing a meditation. You're like, oh, okay, I'm not that weird anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I think it's both wanting to spiritually expand. I also think it's what my festival offers is, you know, local musicians, like supporting local art um, and, like, garnering, like, this sense of we're we're all in this together and like this is the age of the tribe you know and I'm creating a tribe of people who want to come to these types of events and who want to participate in these types of events so this is very interesting mm -hmm. so let's talk about the different generations and how your generation is focused on bringing people together mm. my generation not so much mm. so I know there are a lot of people my age who are going to these festivals, but I think there are um, less, less. Uh, like what, if I were to look at uh, a bunch of my friends and acquaintances I, I, that are my age, I don't know if a lot of them want to do this kind of stuff, but I think they're missing out. Right. They're totally missing out. Yeah. Well, because, I think... Because if it's flavored with too much of a hippiness, you kind of exclude some people. Mm -hmm. But you don't flavor it with that hippiness at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's um, the vibe of, like, you know, it's quality. It's not yes. just... I, I don't like the term hippie because... I don't That know. is... I mean, like, I don't mind if someone calls me a hippie. It's fine. <laughs> but um, I think people are missing the point as far as, like you know, what they define as hippie. I mean, if you're saying, like, we're eco-conscious, spiritually aware and expanding and are building, like, an alternate reality of sorts or alternate world, alternate way of living because right now, like, that is ex it's just what's needed. It's grounding down to, like, Mother Earth and reconnecting with what we're all a part of. Um and as far as generations go, like different generations, yeah, I mean, I can only speak for 
can really only speak for myself, but what I've noticed is, you know, um, I have a friend, Daryl, who's 47, and he's, like, doing this as well. I mean, creating oh, events. exceptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. So I think... Thank goodness for that. Yeah, yeah, but I think definitely, I mean, the people behind, like, these big festivals, um, you know, Envision, I'm sure they're all way older. The people who put on cool. Love Light, um, you know, he's... Older. I, he's older. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a... So, um, I don't know if that's particularly... Yeah, but um, I'm curious as to who is, who's coming out of their homes for these things. At Love Light, at Love Light, I think it's there was mix. definitely a Woodstock scene. Like Love Light Festival was the first year they did it last year. It was like a yoga and music festival, um, you know, at Camp Ram- Ramblewood, um, and it. I don't know how many people there were. Maybe a thousand or something. Um, maybe five hundred, more than five hundred. But, um, but yeah, he they're like kind of. Sh- Dick is that it's like half Woodstock, half, you know, it's like the new age Woodstock or something. And he, I think the planners of that festival actually did support putting on Woodstock. So they, it is an older generation that is going to that festival actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it just is like whoever's tapped into this. Oh, it's of, the Woodstock generation that's going? Um, is that what you To just Love said? Light. I mean, it's more, it's like I saw a huge. Um, like I see, first of all, I see flow jam, like, so like 200 people attended last year, let's say. And I think there was a majority of, you know, um, 22 to like 35. And then there was also like this, you know, 40 to 60 range. Yeah, there was. And, you know, my mom was there. She's 70. And she was like partying until 1 a.m. <laughs> you know, being like, I can't believe this is on our farm. You know, like, yeah. so. Um, and then. I love your mom. Yeah, she's awesome. And so when I went to Love Light, I saw more of the older crowd there than mm-hmm. the younger. There were kids oh. stuff and there was younger kids, but. Um, to me, it seemed like they were really pulling on their um, their uh, work with Woodstock and planning that, and so oh, their okay. connections are of that age group. And that's just my observation. He could have completely different stats. So as a festival goer, what would you like us to know? Mm. That maybe I... we take for granted or don't even think about. Um, well, I... I'm going to eat a cookie. Yeah, go for it. So I'm going to sit back here so I don't crunch. (laughs) (laughs) She Seb has these delicious cookies that she's put out for us. Um, I would say, you know, um, okay, for example, last year someone, and I, you know, I, 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 refunds are tricky. You should always, like, put, you know, your refund policy on there. And so... Um, but last year I spent $700 on a bus round trip to get people, um, to flow jam and not many people took advantage of that. And I just included it in the ticket price. Um, and actually the bus, like we got like a half off deal cause he just like misquoted us apparently. And it's actually like 12 to $1,400 to do one. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. I know. Um, so just knowing like how much 
money it takes to put on a festival and then like really if you want these things to happen like support them like buy your ticket you know um because it's it's like yeah there's a lot of um time and stuff that goes into not just money but time and tons of people's time like building um like stages or building artwork or bringing in the lights, you know, porter potties, they're $100 each, you know, um, the marketing, the planning, the printing of posters, the all the events leading up to it, there's like so much that goes into festivals. Um, and when you purchase your ticket, you're supporting so many people. You're supporting like you know, you're supporting the artists, you're supporting the yoga teachers, you're supporting the facilitators, the, you know, company that's putting it on, aka Winetown Yoga, Meredith Walsh, you know, um, so, uh, and, and I, like, really pride myself on making, like, things, like, as cheap as I can, or inexpensive as I can, so you really are, um, what did you just say? Invest. You want to make him as cheap as you can and as expensive as you can? Inexpensive. Oh. I don't like the word <laughs> cheap because it's not a cheap experience. I just try to um, make things affordable is what I guess is what I wanted to yeah, say. Yeah, your floor jam is very affordable. Yeah. So I want people who can't spend, you know, $500 on a Burning Man ticket or um, 380 to go to Costa Rica plus travel and you know or even love light festival is like 300 something dollars um and personally i think you know the flow jam venue is way way nicer um yeah what is that face that you're making well because they all have their value yeah 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 i mean i'm it's okay to say that i think that like there's different vibes to each like first you know Costa Rica um that was like a a beautiful amazing setting um you know Camp Rambleton Ramblewood in 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 uh, Maryland is like a um wet hot American summer setting you know there's a pool there's like the cabins and it's it's a beautiful space um you know of course I'm always gonna say Oak Meadow Farm is the most gorgeous because it's my home and it's it is like right at the base of the Blue Ridge Mountains and the oak trees are there and I'm very connected to trees. Um, and I think it brings like such a unique experience because it's on a fa- you know, it's on a farm. It's on like a working farm. So, um, and that, this is all just my opinion, my experience. And I, I have like gotten reviews of that same, of that same, uh, in line with what I'm saying. But um, yeah, it's all everything has their own like every festival I'm, I'm saying like support your festivals like yeah. go out there and support them buy your you know there's also a festival Shinsara that's in July um that's way in Luray um Virginia and um it's more more yoga related in yoga music um so it's different than flow jam and um all of these things all of these different festivals have different unique things that that um they offer and and are they all over the world or is this yeah they're all over the world so started thing through burning man and no i don't i mean i don't think so i think just these spiritually awakening festivals i mean has kind of grown with the yoga movement too Mm -hmm. i mean the yoga movement is is far yeah 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 
Um, I think I was the first, when I did Flow Jam the first year, I didn't see very many, you know, I mean, I was the first definitely yoga and I still am in Northern Virginia yoga and music festival. Um, Oh, right. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. In Southern Virginia, they've been happening, um, but not in Northern Virginia. Loudoun County, this is their, the fastest growing county in the nation has a music and yoga festival now. Um, so yeah, it it has been growing, I think with that. And, um, and now you really see it. And so there, you know, another reason, okay, so I said that Envision had 1,700 people less than it did last year. So another reason why I'm like, go support your festivals um, because you just never know and, you know, you want to support them so they stick around because now is the time that we come together as community and, like, we share and exchange knowledge. You I guarantee you, if you go to more festivals, your career will enhance, like enrich. Most of the big business deals go down, like on, if you're at Burning Man, on the playa, which is the main, like this amazing, open, vast, deep uh, desert. People can remember the business deals they made on La Playa. (laughs) Do you think they can remember? (laughs) Yeah, 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 for sure. It's not like everyone's like rolling around fucked up all the time. Like it's all right, that's how I envision it. Oh, you'll you'll see it different. We'll do an interview once we all, both come back from Burning Man. Um, but yeah, even at this festival, there was a networking area. You know, I've I made a lot of good connections that I'm going to follow up with about my goals for the oh, farm yes. that are happening. It's a networking. Up, I'm sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but it is a networking opportunity for every single solitary person who's there. Yeah, because you never know who's at this festival. Who's... Yeah, and you always make friends with someone. Mm-hmm. And then you're just guaranteed to have learned something. By the time you come home, you're like, oh, yeah. "Wow, I feel like I'm a different person." Because you do. Your mind is expanded. You can't help it. You're in an energy and a frequency mm-hmm. that you just allows you to release maybe a little bit more than you've ever released before, and you feel safe. That's why you do it. Because right. the beauty of what you created is you feel so safe at Flow Jam. Yeah, yeah, very to, like, true. Just go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's exciting. I'm excited. There's lots of stuff happening this year. All right, so tell folks when it is and how to get tickets and everything. Uh, it is June 23rd, Friday, through June 25th, which is a Sunday. We'll probably have an extra day on Monday to um, decompress. But yeah, um, things start up on Friday morning, so people are allowed to come on the Thursday before and tickets are on sale now. Um, this is the earliest bird pricing at 120. They go up um, April 2nd to 150, and then the week of the festival, they're 175. Um, and yeah, that gives you access to the festival and most all classes and workshops. And um, we're also doing like a trip to the river for a yoga class, and we're also um, doing a trip to the winery slash brewery on the top of the mountain. Oh, cool. Yeah. Right. And your website so everyone can Oh, see. yeah. And so you can book directly at flowjam.org. And if you're listening, like, right now when we publish this, 
On Saturday, March 11th, I am doing a Flow Jam pre-jam, bringing together um, local artists and vendors who are going to be at Flow Jam this year and will be setting up their products and music, and there will be an optional acro yoga class. I'll Seb be will there, be there. Uh, talking to anyone who wants to talk to me about metaphysical stuff and spiritual stuff and astral stuff and and ghosts and dead people and astral travel and meditation, whatever you want to talk about, I'll be there to talk about it with you. Oh, yeah. We'll have to have our soul chat cards to talk about. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah. Soul chat. I'm going to have a wind down yoga table and it'll be on there. Okay. Soul chat. Um, but as far as getting more information on the Flow Jam, all of that is on your website? Yeah, flowjam.org. Okay. You can book this Saturday's event there. You can also see all of the artists, all the um, healers, all of the people that will be there at Flow Jam this year. Okay, good. And this mock schedule will be up soon, too. So. All right. Yeah, I'm excited. You do a good job, Meredith. Thank you. I love bringing people together. Yeah, you're good at it. Thank you. Whether it's at your house or out in the bottom of the mountains, you're good at it. Mm. (laughs) Well, we hope to see you there. Yes. All right, everyone. Until next time. Until next time. Talk to you soon. Bye. This is Sev. And this is Mare. And we're Naturally Human. Helping you connect with your power.